0: Perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's reality, Podcast. reality Podcast.
1: We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room.
0: We're dissecting the drama and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today.
1: Listen to Rappaport's reality
2: with me, Kibi Rappaport.
1: And
0: me, Michael Rappaport on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
2: Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots. The podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish Sussman, every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A.,
0: Brandon Bang and I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast is here. You have no fear on today's museum quality I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. The young shooter is with me and breaking down an erotic sexual experience where he got his toes sucked. Plus, we celebrate the greatness of the icon, the one and only Brad Pitt, and break down our top five Brad Pitt performances. The shooter breaks down his I break down mine and so much more on a fantastic museum-quality, hard-hitting, disruptive I Am Rap Report Stereo Podcast coming at you right now. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. The Bleacher Brothers, a.k.a. The Dust Brothers. Start this puppy up with something real nice, yes. Start this puppy up with something real proper. Okay, but most importantly, start this puppy up with something real loud and real funky. This, oh yeah, this is the I Am Rap Report Stereo Podcast. Alligety, let's fucking go. Yes! Brandy Bang and I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. Higgity, uh, higgity, uh, have no fear. I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, world's most disruptive podcast. Welcome to the Iron Dome of Disruption. Welcome to the Ziggity, hmm, the Ziggity, the Ziggity, Ziggity Zone of Disruption. My name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Raging Bullshitter a.k.a. the Sultan of Sniff, a.k.a. the Disruptive Warrior, a.k.a. Mr. New York, a.k.a. the White Chocolatito, a.k.a. the Inflamed Ashkenazi. And you are now rocking with the very, very best. I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast coming live and direct from New York, but we're coast to coast because I am back in New York, but on the West Coast is the young shooter, Dean Collins, a.k.a. Deuce Pacino. In Sukasa, in effect, how you feeling, Deuce?
4: uh yeah, her. I'm, uh, I'm feeling. You know what? I got to be honest with you. I'm fucking exhausted. I didn't sleep at all. I got sleep apnea. I'm not using my CPAP machine. But listen, I'm not going to bore the audience. I'm not going to bore the listeners with all that bullshit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a good show with you today. And um, I'm, I'm doing okay overall. I'm doing okay. How, how are you doing, man? Did you work out this morning? I am
0: knocking on wood. I feel excellent. I feel excellent. I'm sorry that you didn't sleep. I slept like, actually didn't sleep that good last night, but I'm trying to build that Mamba mentality. Set my alarm for six. Mm -hmm. That motherfucker went off at six. And what did I do? Because I got that Mamba mentality. I hit the fucking snooze button. What? Yes. Yes.
4: You don't got to rub it in, all right? I I get it. You're feeling great, and you you slept, and... Worked out. Good for you. Good for you. I worked out... I worked out every day this week so far. Yeah, you're not even taking a rest day. You're just like, you're fucking going. You really are on that mamba shit. I am just so
0: appreciative that I'm able to enjoy working out after struggling and... Listen, I don't like to bore people with the health stuff, but anybody who's been around me with the the iconic Michael Rappaport cough and the snort and the, the fucking Dust Brothers. You know, when I talk about people that are exposed to my health issues, first it's my wife, then it's, then it's my friends, you being one of them, all my friends in New York, my longtime friends, uh, my friends in L.A., Toby, uh, Jason... Uh, and then I have to say the Dust Brothers, The they've heard me cough, snort, coughing fits. Of, they've had to edit out for years. Yeah. Um, so when I'm able to, like I said, and, and I'm not going to go down the health rabbit hole, but when I'm able to sleep well, not wake myself up out of my sleep coughing and, and make it through the day without walking down the street like a fucking, like an animal. Coughing in the streets and all that stuff, and then be able to work out. Can I just walk you through my workout today?
4: Go go for it. I feel like you're going to anyway, so might as well just do it, right? What does
0: that mean? I asked
4: you. You know, I might not be like totally interested in it, but you you have the floor. (laughs) That's the same thing my wife says. Yeah, because my
0: wife is a fucking workout beast, and Uh, and, and I'm supportive of her. Like when I couldn't work out, I'd sit there and I'd be like, "Go girl, go," and all that shit. And now I'm working out, and, you know, at first she was, like, you know, appeasing me, like, yeah, like, tell me about it. And now she's doing the same thing, like, dude, dude it was it different from yesterday's? Well, what, do you, diff- what do you want? You, you're looking for a cheerleader? I mean... No, you know, it's you- not I'm looking for a cheerleader. I'm just surprised. This is what I did. Let me just walk... Go uh, ahead. walk you through. First of all, I did my jumping jack routine, which is four different jumping jacks. For 30 seconds straight, each with a 30 second break. And it sounds like nothing. It fucking fucks you up. Yeah. It's basically like two minute sprinting. It's fucking great. I did that three times. Then I did three sets of burpees, 15 burpees a set. Hate burpees.
4: Those They're, are hard. That's why you don't, you, you, we all hate them because they suck dick. They suck. One of my least favorite workouts to do. I hate that. Then I
0: did 40 minutes timed of a dumbbell workout, full body with 60 seconds in between each rep and 90 seconds in between each exercise. Then I did my infamous Michael Rappaport core workout where I am now hitting a two-minute plank and next week... To two to three weeks, you guys, whether you want to hear about it or not, will be having me celebrate a three minute plank. That's my next goal.
4: Because I don't think people realize how tough a one minute plank is. Like people listening, be like, "Oh, you big fucking deal! You did a two minute plank, but they suck y- dick." Try it. Try to do one minute. It's it's really really difficult. I am proud that you're doing two minutes, and and,
0: think- and not one minute standing up. Two minutes on the forearms. Right.
4: No, that's yeah, of course, with on no the forearms. breaks, no bends. It's hard. You got to really I posted get your mind it on right. my fucking Instagram. Oh, we've seen it. Everybody's seen it. You're not the guy that like, I'm going to post it again. Don't say we've seen it. Everybody I'm going to post. How about I post it again? Go for it. I, I mean, you're not doing anything to me. I'm just saying like, you're not that type of guy that works out and doesn't tell anybody. You, like, no. Oh yeah. No, like you make it apparent. Like if you're doing runyon, you call me, like I just did runyon. I was at the top of the hill. You like to make it known that you worked out. But no, no, no,
0: no, 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 right. no, 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 no. We're not humble when we save no. planes. We're not humble when we save my wife's <laughs> life from choking on pretzels. And we're certainly not humble about the workout. But, but in all seriousness, it's just because, you know, like I said, you know, a couple of days ago, it was like a little bit over a month now yeah. that I was in the hospital and scared shit. Yeah. You know, I was fucking scared when I was in the hospital because I couldn't breathe. Nonetheless, I'm hyped up.
4: Well that I'm that hot. that's that's inspiring because you the thing that's inspiring to me is you say, I love working out. I'm enjoying working out. I feel great when I'm working out. For me, I listen, don't get me wrong, I go to the gym four times a week. I'm on my gym kick, but Are, do I am, you go four times a week, brother? Yeah, I do. Three three to four times a week I go. I'm benching. You, I'm you doing, go four times a week. Yes, I do. I a hundred percent do. Uh, I'm not like you. I don't tell you every single time that I'm going. I don't make it known that I'm going. But mm, it is inspiring. You kind of do.
0: You kind of do. Okay. When, well, when, how many times have you gone this week?
4: I've I've gone three times this week. You've gone to the gym three times this week, and I went Friday, Saturday, Sunday of last week. Um, mm-hmm. but listen, it's that's not the point. The point is, it's very inspiring to hear you say that. You feel great working out, and it's something you look forward to. I am miserable when I'm working out, and I don't do it for myself. A lot of people go, I do it for myself. I do it for my mental health. I'm doing it for women. I do it Hmm. strictly for the girls. I do it Hmm. strictly for women. Um, I mean, that's literally- to quote I the great it. Fred Durst, you're doing it for the nookie. I am literally doing it for the nookie. It's, you know, it, yeah, it, it helps with the mental health shit. That's also a good thing. But I am not doing this for myself. And I am miserable every single time I'm getting into a workout. So it's really inspiring to hear you respect. say that you love it so much.
0: Respect, homie. Respect. I am
4: Rappaport
5: Podcast.
3: This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast. To live and die in L.A.,
2: It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though.
0: Speaking of women, let's just let's just pivot right into the women. Yeah, uh, we know that you've uh, opened up Pandora's box. You're out back on the streets. You're 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 out back on Grinder. You're out back on. Not, uh, not the, No,
4: he did it again, what? and it, you do it. You slide it in, and and I feel like what? you know that you're doing it. But you mentioned Grinder. You mentioned, gr- do- you mentioned, you mentioned Grinder, yeah. and that's a gay app. That's that's for dating men. And I have no problem with <laughs> men dating other men. I have so many gay friends. <laughs> I I think that <laughs> you
0: made me cough there. Where does the
4: fucking? There's the iconic. There's the iconic cough. And, oh, and that's also man. a thing about Don't your cut cough. Cut that
0: out, Miles Jordan. That's your fault.
4: No, that ain't my fault. And that's the other thing about your cough. You, you say it's the, the iconic Michael Rappaport cough, but but have you ever said has anyone ever told you, oh, I love that cough? That iconic Michael Rappaport cough? No. Nobody. When I say it's iconic,
0: I mean that in a totally, totally dark way. Trust me. Right. People who've been around it in close quarters. Again, my wife. You've traveled with me on the road. We've shared rooms, separate beds. No mm-hmm. Bruno at all. You know, you've people that have Uber drivers, random Uber drivers. Mm-hmm. Listen, the fucked up thing about the iconic Michael Rappaport cough is it became. I was so demoralized, I was like, well, this is just how I'm gonna live.
4: Yeah, that's that fucked.
0: That's that's not cool.
4: No, that's, you accepted it. And, I, and, I, and when you would do it, when you'd have a coughing fit, I'd just stray off like I didn't know you. Like, I, I don't associate with you. I don't want people to is think that what that, you did in public? Oh, every time. You didn't notice it? Every time you'd have a coughing fit, you'd look around and be like, where did Dean go? Like, I'm gone. Once, once you're in that that's mode, I'm fucked out. fucked up. What if I fell out or something like that? You, you'd be all right. You'd have to deal with it. But it's just it's embarrassing in public. And it, and it goes on and on and on and on. Um, I know,
0: motherfucker. But, but Trust happy, me, I know.
4: We're happy that, that you don't have it. I didn't mean to trigger the cough, but you did mention Grinder, and I have a lot of friends on Grinder. I'm not on Grinder, and I've told you this maybe a hundred times. No I'm problem, on homie. I'm on no Tinder. No problem,
0: no problem, homie. You're on Tinder, not on Grinder.
4: I'm on Tinder. You sure about that? Big I'm a hundred percent sure. Hand to fucking God. All right. Woo. Okay. 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 My man. It's called yes.
0: Called the great Denzel Washington from. Uh, yes. We're speaking of Denzel Washington. Well, we're going we're gonna to get into Brad Pitt.
4: Yes, we will get there. I got a there. Brad
0: Pitt question for you later on in all the right, show. All right, all right. I'm going to throw it at you, because people really like you talking about movies. Um, and I was watching on the plane, coming back from Los Angeles to New York, some of it. You know, I don't like to watch really intense movies on planes. I kind of like to watch like more lighthearted films. But um, I was watching American Gangster. Yeah, and I didn't you know I didn't love that man. movie. I didn't my love man.
4: that movie when that came out.
0: I don't love it either, but it's, you know, all the Denzel stuff is good. Some of it is a little bit like, you know, going into like when they went to Vietnam, they were over there for like 20 yeah. minutes and I was like, we don't need to be in Vietnam for 20 minutes and, you know, the Russell Crowe storyline wasn't as interesting as the Denzel storyline and it certainly wasn't an, as interesting as the Russell Crowe Denzel storyline. Nonetheless,
4: no, yeah, yeah. Denzel's
0: ridiculous in I it, did as take always.
4: one thing from that movie if, I, if there was anything that I took what? from that whole movie I've used it later on in my life and it's fantastic I think there's a scene where Russell Crowe is making a sandwich and he sprinkles Lay's potato chips and crunches it in the sandwich I have done that ever since I have saw that movie I, I break the potato chips up and I sprinkle it in the sandwich give that nice crunch great. Mm. Highly recommend it My man
0: my man. Uh, uh, of course, and Denzel was like, my man. Yes. Anyway, anyway, I got a Brad Pitt question because Brad Pitt is starring in uh, that film.
4: What's the film that's out now? Bullet Train. Shout out Logan Lerman. He's in that movie too. Shout out
0: to a friend of the podcast, friend in real life, Logan Lerman. Brad Pitt's been in the news. Uh, he showed up just l- fucking just looking like he's having the time of his life uh, doing all the press for uh, Bullet Train. Uh, wearing so I skirts, gotta, jumping skirt. around—only he could do that. Looking fucking, just looking awesome. Ec- I mean, he looks great. Yeah, he's. What the fuck is he on?
4: What, what does, I, is he? I don't even think he needs to work out. He's like—he really is like Benjamin Button. He's aging backwards. Like the guy that is motherfucker getting more. Looks
0: fantastic.
4: Fantastic. What is he? Fucking sixty. Is he sixty? I no, maybe he's not sixty. Can we look up fat, how? Fact check that. Break I, I rule got it. one
0: of the Iron rapports there and fact check that motherfucker. If he's sixty, I'm gonna
4: smack myself in the face. Brad Pitt's fifty. Brad Pitt is fifty eight. He'll be fifty nine in December. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> That's crazy. And he's somehow 50. we both look older than him. It's that is fucked up.
0: We both look older than Brad Pitt. That is terrible.
4: Well, you. I I just didn't want to make you feel bad. My man,
0: Brad Pitt, trust me. Okay. You look older than Brad Pitt. Okay. And if you don't look older than you look, I don't know, you look like that he shat you out or something. You look like Brad Pitt's fully formed, beautiful stool. That's as best and closest you're going to get to being Brad Pitt, homie. Oh, thank you, man. (laughs) Anyway, we started uh, down this rabbit hole. Um, how do we talk about that? About well,
4: we, we were on the date. I mean, you're all over the dating. place. We were doing dating. Then we're the Brad Pitt question. Where, where do you want to go with this, bro? Dating. Dating. Yes. You talked about that date.
0: Yep. Last I Am Rap Poor Stereo podcast. That was the first date I had went on, I think. Have you seen this young lady since
4: date number one? Date number one was really fun. It was a wild night. We had some hard alcohol, which was exciting. And we had a great time. I have to tell you, I was thinking about her a lot after the date, which I, to be totally honest with the listeners, like there's girls that I see, there's girls I hook up with, like whatever, I'll go on dates. But like, you know, you don't really want anything to do with them after sometimes you're just, Mm -hmm. it's nothing to do with the girl. It's just, you don't connect with the person. You don't necessarily want to cuddle with that person after you've hooked up with them. This girl, I, I really was like kind of thinking about her and I wanted to text her, but I didn't. I want to play it cool. And about... So we had our date on Thursday, and on Saturday she sent me a text message and she said, um, "Hey Dean, I really want to be cool, but I kind of already want to see you again. Are you oh, free? Ne- Are you free next week?" So I was like, oh, "I'd love shit. to see you. I'd love to see you again. Let's hang out on Monday." And uh, we set a date for Monday. She picked up a bottle of wine. She came over. I ended up driving us and taking her out to Sugarfish for some sushi. Oh my man, you wild, Duke yeah well i mean what do you, you mean really i'm wilding? wilding out in these what do you streets, mean i'm homie? wilding you wilding homie like why why is that wilding you wilding that that's you just taking a. that's just doing a nice you know that's a My nice
0: You you fuck you never paid for me at Sugarfish. listen man i've paid for you
4: at Sugarfish. you but wilding
0: I'll, homie listen listen I, i'm gonna let some of the guys the, the listeners who really listen to the podcast mm-hmm let you know if they think you're wild. You took sure. her to Sugarfish. You didn't post me to Sugarfish. Nope.
4: And all of this was my idea. And I've had which so Sugarfish much... on La Brea? Uh, yeah. I mean, we don't got to get fucking. I don't want people. You know, we don't got to get specific on locations and all that. But I took her to Sugarfish, and I was dead sober when I drove. We drove together. We had a couple hour dinner. We had some sake, and then my came man. back to, came back to my house. Opened up a bottle of wine. I have a nice mm. little outdoor patio with some Astro Turf and yes, and uh, we we laid yes, down sir. and we laid down cool. and just like. Had oh a, it shit! It was honestly you were was, on
0: that. Uh, you were on that. Um, you laid down like uh, what's that movie? The uh, what's the movie you love?
4: Requiem uh, for a Dream. Nah, you were on that. Um, the Jim Carrey movie when they lay in the snow. Oh, we we were on that Eternal Sunshine together, man. We were like we were on the fucking ice and My no, man. but
0: but but My you know what. Man.
4: I mean, uh-huh. I could be totally wrong, but she's she's told me she really likes me, and she's showered me with compliments and makes me feel really good, and we've had a great time, and, and we've talked, every, you know, our actually, our first date was a week ago today, and and we and the second and the second date that we had which was really nice oh, shit. and uh i dropped her back off <laughs> what is so fucking funny my about man. this dude what is fucking funny about this oh shit, i think you're jealous man. because you have a wife and you can't have these spontaneous adventures to take new women out to sugarfish and lay down on your astroturf in your patio <laughs> i'm having a great time i hadn't seen a girl in a little while that i liked and and um it was actually it was great we're we're are you guys going to celebrate your one-week anniversary? <laughs> um, we actually you brought it up. I asked her if she wanted to hang out yesterday. She was busy. She had dinner. She had work, whatever. We know what she does for work. That's, you know, I'm not judgmental with it. She is a stripper. She doesn't have a very stereotypical stripper vibe to her. She's very reserved outside of that shit. But she's really cool. And, sh- and she bought the wine. She's not, like, using me for my fucking money. Like, she offers yeah. to pay for things. And... Anyway, so she was busy yesterday, but she was like, "I'm free today." Like, you want to do something? So I I bought us tickets to go see this movie called Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. We're gonna go see that. What the fuck that is it, that? What's Bodies, Bodies, it's, it's Bodies? Supposed, uh, Pete Davidson's actually in it, but it's supposed to be a really, really good movie. Um, and who's I got in it? To, what is it? It's like a bunch. I don't. I have no idea. Uh, Logan saw a screening of it. Everyone's talking about it. They're saying it's really good. And some Who young people. it? I don't fucking know. I I gotta look it up. But um, so I'm going to see that with her at five thirty. So today we're gonna do that and then you know she'll sleep over I'll probably drop her off tomorrow but I'm having a good time man I'm getting surgery on my ankle next week and I'm oh, gonna be shit. Mo- moving into my parents for a couple weeks so like I'm trying to you know make the most of my time you're here. getting your so you're getting surgery next week oh for that ankle injury yeah I got fucking plates and screws and all sorts of hardware on my ankle and it's been giving me trouble so they're removing some of it but I'm just so. Having what a does good that time. mean
0: what does that mean like what's the recovery for that
4: it's like a two week recovery of like a fucking knee scooter and a boot and all that bullshit. Oh it's, man, we we, we need sucks. we need
0: video of you in a knee with a, a scooter and all that. It
4: sucks. I, you know, I'm having a Make great sure time. Make sure you bring
0: your microphone. Yeah, because next week we're podcasting. All right,
4: all right, I will. But and yeah, we want to see
0: video of you in that scooter.
4: But I am I am in the dating game right now. I, I'm really I'm talking to uh, some people and I feel very confident. I've lost some weight. I'm in the gym. I'm eating okay. right. I got my mind right and things are things are good. So my man that's that
0: all right good good we're happy about that um, Thanks, bro. have you done anything um intimate that you want to share i you know we, what you know?
4: i forgot to tell funny you mentioned that there is something that happened on my second date when we were outside on my patio on the astroturf we were laying down you know we were like laying down looking into each other's eyes smiling uh. at each other you know really like romantic type shit it, well, it was you nice sm- oh no weed i'm not smoking weed either just I got, weed, just wine Just wine. And uh, she doesn't smoke weed either, but she smokes cigarettes, which is like, ugh. But, you know, whatever. So anyway, we're outside and and, um, she had asked me, I don't know how we got on topic of this, but she was like, have you ever had anyone suck on your toes? Mm. And I was like, no and i kind of laughed i was like no no i've never had that and she was like are you like into that and i was like i don't think so like she's like are you ticklish or blah 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 and i was like i don't know and she was like well you have such great feet and it's funny she said i had great feet but people tell me that my feet are deformed my my nail is too small for my big toe <laughs> yeah it, your shits are fucked i've yeah. seen your shits yeah i don't know why i had you got them you got them though.
0: fred flintstone joints <laughs> <laughs> <You> <laughs>
4: whatever got them bedrock but, well that, that's what's cool about this girl she says i got great hands great nails great feet so she said you know what your feet are so great and she said she said, I'd love to suck on your toes if you're interested in that. And I was like, Oh no. All right. So we were outside. Did you wash
0: them 'em first? Not
4: really. And we were just kinda went straight
0: to it. We 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 <laughs> no
4: good. I wasn't nasty you to say. Shitty, like, let me run to the bathroom. Man. But you didn't wipe the them bathroom. down you it's, it's called the fucking heat of the moment okay Ooh, you gotta okay. strike while the, the iron yes, is fucking sir. hot i'm not gonna turn yes, it down sir. i had a girlfriend yes, for sir. four fucking years who yes, didn't sir. suck on my goddamn pinky mm. toe once mm. i was mm. not mm. about to pass the opportunity up so she, she and she put a couple of them in her mouth and and Ooh. i have to say she was like do you like that and, and i was like she was like does that turn you on and i was like honestly yeah i was like it, it actually kind of turned me on i was like mommy it, it was nice have you, you ever had your toes suck bro I've had him sucked.
0: I've had him sucked. I've had nice. him. I mean, listen, I'm 52. I've been in this game yes. for a while, homie. I've done some shit. I've done some wild shit. All right. All right. All right. You know, I mean, I've done some wild shit. I'm, I'm Michael Rappaport, the disruptor. I know. I, Michael I, Rappaport,
4: AKA Disruption. I, I just didn't know if Disruption had his feet sucked on or like the toes valid were sucked question. On. Valid question. Valid question. But um, it, was, well, it was a memorable experience. We're glad
0: experience. you're having a good time. Yep. We're glad you're getting your feet sucked. And, Thank uh, you. You're bagging it up, right? You're big on the baggies. I have
4: not done raw it dog? once. Nope, not once. I've, old, I've you bagged it You've been going up.
0: Old Dirty Bastard, Raw Dog without a bag? Nope,
4: nope, nope. I'm very, I'm very cautious. You go not, ODB? Nope, nope. I'm bagging it up every time. Gone you don't through. go ODB? No, I don't go ODB. And it's not good advice to go ODB. <laughs> and, and I feel like you're pushing that on like, oh, I'm ODB. Not going, I'm not giving you advice to go ODB. Okay, I love I Shimmy like, Shimmy Ya. I'm, I'm down with all that shit, but I'm bagging it up, homie. And I'm using the Magnum.
0: Okay, okay. You're so, it up.
4: So I'm going through boxes of Magnums right now. Things are things are fun. Things are exciting. Things are spontaneous. And me and this girl matched organically. I didn't have to slide into her DMs. I didn't have to trick her into liking me. She right. pursued me. She was persistent, and I'm having she a great time. She chose you. 100%. And I don't say that ever. So we're having Good a great for time. for you.
0: Well, we're happy for you. We're happy that you're bagging it up. Thank you, and, man. Uh, well, and, and when's and the last Mag- time you got your toes suck, bro? My man, I don't divulge uh, any of that shit here. I'm a married man. And it Help. hasn't been that long ago, I'm going to be honest with you. I think awesome. it might have been in Nantucket.
4: I think it might have been when we were on awesome. that K, um,
0: that, um, whatever. I think, yeah, I think it might have been when we were on that. That swingers party, right? Because you got friends no, that you're doing no, swingers shit with. No, so that's cool. You probably like doing
4: no. nah, toe sucking and all that shit over the there. What the fuck are you
3: talking about, my man? Start having sex and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste, that everything you've done their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's Dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry, I'm late, everyone. It was an accident at the factory.
0: Here's a question. Yeah? Because I've been really thinking about the greatness of Brad Pitt. Yes. Yes. First of all, can we compare the careers of Brad Pitt and Leo DiCaprio? They kind of burst onto the scene. Around the same times. Mm. I mean, is that like a, hold on. I don't want to say Michael versus LeBron because I don't think they're the Michael and LeBron. But you know how you could debate the greatness of, oh, it's different. It's different. But like, if you had to choose between Leonardo DiCaprio movies on a loop or Brad Pitt movies on a loop. Who would you choose? That's a tough question because they're both excellent and they both got serious bodies
4: of work. They both got serious bodies of work. I have to go with Leonardo because he's got some in- fucking incredible performances back to back to back and the movies are so good. So does Brad Pitt, but I'm just like, catch me if you can and the AV. I mean, he's got so many that are just Wolf of Wall Street. He's got fun movies. Brad Pitt, I'm curious to hear your, like, your top five brad pitt performances Uh, like can we nail that down top five brad pitt performances like i have that in my head of like and i'm thinking about it in a way of like dynamic performances not just like one trick pony like what's a well-rounded brad pitt performance five of them Uh, what's a well-rounded
0: top five brad pitt
4: Mm Hmm. very very good question that's a Oh man, I don't even know where to. S- it's a tough question. You got to really think about the body of work. He's he's done some incredible movies and had some amazing. Do you have performances. to do it in an
0: order, or or just you don't have to fuck the order? The order's mm-hmm. too hard. I'm, I mean, this dude's done a lot of films.
4: That's true. I could kind of do an order in a way, right, but all right, I, all right, you don't all all have to. Right.
0: an order, an order, an order. I could
4: tell you, he was number one. Off the, I mean, no, we're not doing number one off the dome. You start with okay, five. okay, fine. Well, Okay. You've really
0: thought this out. Wanna... I, I'm going to let you go your first pick and then I'll do my first pick and then we'll go back and forth. And you got to break down why. You can't just
4: say the movie. No, I know. I know. I would say I would say number 5. I would say 12 Monkeys. I would say 12 Monkeys because I feel like that was the first role that kind of took him into a whole other stratosphere and, and taken seriously as a dramatic actor, as a character actor. Fuck dramatic actor. The dude was a total character actor. Everyone thought he was this pretty boy. He was, you know, California. He did True Romance. He was fantastic in True Romance. He did a bunch of shit before that, but I feel like 12 Monkeys was really the turning point, and I think he got nominated for... I think that probably was his first nomination, maybe, but I think that was the fifth one. You know, he's kind of like the same in it the whole way through. It's not like so dynamic, but... I would say that that being number five to kind of send that's a him good, into it. That's like, a
0: valid number five. I'm gonna have what to would you go I'm with? gonna start with the beginning of Thelma and Louise. I believe Brad right. Pitt was on screen. I don't know. I, I heard something about this. Like there's never been a person who burst onto the scene with like, I don't know, 12 minutes of actual screen time who just fucking blew the roof off yeah. with just raw. Charisma, sex appeal, looks, and acting ability. Because some people say, oh, it's just... Nah, he was fucking charming. He was likable. It's the perfect part at the perfect time in the perfect film. You know, if you're not of a certain age, Thelma Louise was a ginormous Mm -hmm. box office success and got nominated for Oscars. They were, at the time, throwing around because there were so many Oscars nominated. Best Screenplay, um, I believe Best Film. I and mean, this is a huge popcorn hit. And Brad Pitt was just a fucking, like, who is this guy? And it, the rest was history. So I got to go with number five being just, just the raw charisma and likability and acting skills. Because, you know, you're always acting. It's not like, you know, he played that character really dope. I got to go number
4: five. I have to start with Thelma and Louise. And he came in with that fucking cowboy hat and that blow dryer and just cemented himself in, in cinema history. Shut the whole thing down. He had literally, he had, yo, he shut the whole. You still see those fucking? I mean, they're still posting that fucking. I mean, people got that as their photo on Instagram of him with that goddamn blow dryer. I mean, he's, yeah, he was ill in that film. That's a good one. All right. All right let's so, what's go. your number
0: four? I can't believe you're throwing this at me. I was just gonna have a little bracket discussion. You're doing a top I, five. Go ahead.
4: All right, all right. Let me th- uh, fuck. Um, you don't fuck me. You you brought it up. No, no, now no. I'm thinking. Well, I'm leaving. I'm leaving the really good ones for the top. But may- I-, I might have to go with either maybe the assassination of Jesse James, which mm. is such a fucking underrated movie. He was incredible. Or a tie between Babel, homie. He homie, was we're great not doing
0: ties. Fuck okay, fine,
4: say-
0: fine, oh, fine. Man. I'll go
4: with assassination of Jesse James oh, shit. As, as a fourth.
0: This guy talking about ties and shit. <laughs> the fuck is you saying, man? This is... We're not doing
4: ties. This ain't... Okay, fine. Can I change it? Oh, shit. Can I change that one? Okay, I, go go ahead. Okay, then if I change that, I'm going to say... I have to say fourth best burn after reading. I That's have really never seen too. Brad Pitt funnier in a film uh-huh. than that movie. He is fucking hilarious. That is one of his best performances. Everyone should re-watch that. It's a great movie. The Coen brothers did it, but he is so goddamn funny in that movie and such a character. That mm-hmm. is 100% on a top five. Good
0: film. Underrated film. Francis McDormand, right?
4: Uh, everybody. She, John Malkovich, fucking everybody. and George Clooney, but he is he's standout as the best in that movie. I'm
0: not going to argue with that. Burn After Reading is a very underrated, good... Of course, the Coen brothers, everything they do is good, even when it's not perfect. Um, I'm not. I'm not mad at that, and I wasn't even considering that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with my fourth, and again, it's hard to put these in order. But I'm gonna go with my fourth. Oh, man, this is this is tough. It's hard because he's done supporting parts. Yeah, I know. You know, like Thelma Louise is a supporting part. I'm gonna go with Babel because for me, his performance in Babel. Um, that was uh with one of my other favorite actors. Um my girl um Kate Blanchett. Love her. Amazing. She's excellent and I just love that director. It's an excellent director and uh the guy who did um City of God. Yeah, and oh, Alejandro uh, Enirte.
4: Yeah, um, two or whatever. You
0: know, um and it's just a sort of very quiet, low-key performance, very an emotional performance. And for me that's like when Br- is one of his first performance where it's like you know, older Brad Pitt, like Brad Pitt as a man. There's not mm-hmm. no bells and whistles on it. It's just kind of straight up, you know, doing his thing. So I'm going to go with number four being Babel, which is another, you know, really, really, really good performance and another really good uh, film across the board. It, I'm going to actually rewatch that film just because I haven't seen it since it came out. And that's a dope, dope film.
4: Yeah, him on that payphone choking up, hold, hold, you know, really holding his tears and all of his shit together, keeping his composure with his son on the phone or whatever was... That scene is so good. He's fantastic in that. Um, all right, number three. Got to go with Seven. Seven is definitely number three. He is, I mean, what's to say about Seven? Seven's one of the greatest. What's in the box, homie? What's in the box? Talk about dynamic performance. There's what's so in the many. box, homie? What's in the fucking box? The fucking wife's head in that box. You got Gwyneth Paltrow in there. and um, What's in the box, homie? He was so fucking good in that movie. So I have to go with seven is number three.
0: Well, I was gonna go with seven somewhere in there, but because um, he, this guy's so goddamn good, I'm gonna go with number three. Again, this is another supporting part that's excellent. And I'm gonna I know I'm gonna wind up leaving out California with the great Juliet Lewis, and that is another ridiculous Brad Pitt mm-hmm. performance and a ridiculous uh, Juliette Juliet Lewis performance. California is not making my top five. Yeah. I understand that. But but it's not making it today. Because it, I could easily pick California because I love that film. And also what's not making my top performance today, I could already tell you right now is Ocean's Eleven, Ocean's Twelve, and Ocean's no. Thirteen.
4: Those great. are great. He kills those two. But, 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 but they're not my, on the list, so you gotta give us a fucking list. I'm doing the list. There are no fucking ties, there's no you're doing what I did I'm now doing with the, the fucking assassination list. and Babel. Get I'm the fucking number the, three out. What's number fucking three? Snatch. Okay. Good. That's a great one. Guy Ritchie, ballsy
0: Brad Pitt performance. That's not an easy fucking character. The accent, the sort of, you can't understand, like he's saying his lines and you can't understand them on purpose. Um, Really good film. Uh, Like I said, Guy Ritchie, fun film, Uh, and he, he kills Snatch. And that's just a, I don't know what the fuck. He He's like on that, like, um... He's that, on that, that Irish that, shit. He's, he's on, on that like Conor that,
4: McGregor shit.
0: Yeah, he's on that Conor McGregor, um... That Tyson Fury gypsy shit.
4: Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He's on that gypsy shit for sure. He was great in that movie. What a fucking role. What That's excellent. not on my list, but I like that that's on your list. Snatch, <laughs> excellent. So I'm gonna go with that for number three. Okay, number two. Number two has got to go to Inglorious Bastards. One of the fucking best roles. He killed that shit. I saw Inglorious Bastards, no joke, in theaters eleven times. It's a three-hour. It's a three-hour film. Wow, you I saw, saw, that saw it al- eleven wow. times. I loved Inglorious Bastards and Aldo Rain, Gorlami. I mean, he is he is Excellent. so fucking good in that movie. Weird takes
0: risks. the way he's spoken it. Again, I mean, listen, when you're talking about Brad Pitt, you got to just always talk about the charisma. The fucking guy. I mean, he's just, he's Brad Pitt. Yeah. He's got the fucking eyes. He's got the fucking abs. He's got the jawline. But he's got the acting ability. That's what backs it up. You know, he's so fucking good. And he, you know, he takes risks as an actor. You know, he, like the films that were mentioned, like Snatch, California this guy's doing weird accents like he yeah rolling the fucking dice out there and he kills it every f- i mean the
4: film that you mentioned um burn after reading he's, he's- Un- unbelievable i uh, i'm telling you michael rewatch that movie he is so fucking good in that movie excellent and he um, knows, yeah he's not he's not showing up as a pretty boy nah. doing his thing you're right he's, he's making choices he's, he's making, a great like, actor but there's He's so a, many. Even another shout out to fucking Logan Lerman, our b- my best friend and, and a listener to the podcast, Fury. He was great in Fury. <laughs> Brad Pitt was great in Fury. It's not on my list, but like these are movies that came out where it's just like that haircut. People were fucking trying to get that haircut right. for five years. You tried to get it. Yeah, it looked like fucking shit. Right. You got great hair. Great. I, I, I the, the, the there's another
0: a, film that's not gonna make the list Moneyball.
4: That was really tied for me. No, that should make the list, but that's a really amazing performance from him. Billy Bean was great. That was an amazing character. He killed Moneyball.
0: Excellent. And, you know, again, because he does so much shit where he's just like, you know, doing weird accents and and out there stuff, you know, when when he does something like Moneyball or even something like Babble, you know, it's a, I'm telling you, I'm telling you as an actor, people, like it is, not many actors can do that where they could be straight, no. Leading men, sort of, you know, play it sort of straight, you know, like he did in Ad Astra, which was another I didn't fuck, see it. It, it'd be good film. But not many people could do that and do the weird shit or World War Z. Like, he's just, you know, on some, you know. Even uh, Johnny
4: he, Depp can't really do, you know, like no, he's all about the. Johnny Depp is we- not. Yeah,
0: Johnny Depp does too much. He does too much. He does too much. Johnny Depp goes, see, for me, Johnny Depp, it's too much bells and whistles. And like, his um, Willy Wonka was terrible.
4: Like Johnny terrible. Depp,
0: there's bad you could do like a top five bad
4: Johnny Depp performances. That that's true. I mean, it's always refreshing to see Johnny Depp playing a fucking weirdo, right? I guess. <laughs> no, I guess that's all he fucking does, man. I, I mean, guess, but no, he's no Brad Pitt. He's no he, fucking he's Brad Pitt. He's not as good
0: as Brad Pitt. He's not as good as Leonardo DiCaprio. He gets
3: too goofy with it.
5: I am Rappaport
3: Podcast. This is Neil Strauss Start having sex and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done... We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Hey, guys. I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker.
4: so what was your number two my number two i mean i could easily
0: say inglorious bastards but my number two is going to be fight club okay i I know i know your number one is going to be fight club uh your man tyler durden again we're talking about memes we're talking about popular culture we're talking about iconic performances we're talking about iconic looks you know fucking him sitting there with the bloody nose and the cigarette and the abs his ab game is insane and people might see mike grab chill you mentioned his abs three times the motherfucker's pushing 60 i'm talking about doing a two-minute plank and not coughing this fucking guy's pushing 60. His ab game is insane.
4: It's fucking ridiculous. A fight club is one of the... that Tyler Durden is one of the most iconic characters of all time in film. That The jacket, the glasses, the haircut, the fucking abs. Everyone still wants that fight club body. That character as a well-rounded character, dynamic performance, the fucking schizophrenic up and down, up and down. That is a given everyone already knows that is the number 1 best Brad So Pitt that's that's
0: your number 1.
4: There's no question. I don't think there's anything that comes close to that. You love Fight Club and and listen, it's a valid number so that's your number 1. But yeah, but I love Fight Club and and even if you don't love Fight Club, I love Fight Club. Even if you don't love Fight Club, that character and that performance, it's it's hard to top that. I don't know how you get bigger than that. He's he's ridiculous. Well, then I'm going to go with
0: my number 1 because I thought again, you know, I'm trying to mix up the understated with the bells and whistles. My number one, and again, fucking guy didn't have to do it, but he did it. Because again, I'm I'm talking about two minute planks and doing, you know, a couple of sets of uh, a burpees. Took his shirt off. Great performance by both of them. The guy who is sure fire to give any actor the role of their life. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Loved him in that. Understated. Totally, Um, but wow. Weird. Funny. Yeah. Cliff Booth. Um, He's excellent in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He's just quirky. He's excellent. And Leonardo is stupidly good. In my opinion, that was one of my favorite Leonardo roles. Like, that's one of his best roles. Like, Leonardo is, they were both in the pocket in that. The film's in the pocket. It's a unique film. It's so Quentin Tarantino. Um, let me just say, Leonardo, again, take risks. He's another guy. Both of these Course. guys take risks. Um, Leonardo's, you know, that scene when he's reading his book with that young girl. Right. Those, those drunken fucking, like, you know, The trailer when, where he's e- talking to excellent. himself. Excellent. Excellent. P- Yo, these guys are so good, and they make it look so easy. I'm telling you, this shit is not easy. I don't yeah. give a fuck who's directing you. God himself, Martin Scorsese, Quentin Tarantino, Steven Spielberg, they killed it. And Brad Pitt as Cliff Booth killed it. Again, I could shift around this, I could shift around that. I'm sure there's films we've we've forgotten, but those are my top five today. And um, you know, the guy is also so famous, yeah, has handled himself with so much class. Unfortunately, he got tied up with that fucking that black widow witch. That Angelina, Angelina Jolie, that she's a fucking witch, that black widow. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, she's trying to stain my man's game. Yep. And, you know, my dealings with him throughout years, guys, is just, he's a Missouri kid. He's just cool. He's likable. He's charming. He's friendly. He uh, just goes out of his way to try to not be the biggest, you know, voice in the room. Yep. I've, I saw him in his prime. I don't remember what year it was. This had to be like 97, 98. I'm telling you, I, I, I mean, told this story before. I was at a pre-Oscar party. At this party, I remember I met Martin Scorsese. And Martin Scorsese said to me, I'm not bragging. He said, you are a good actor. You, you are a good actor. I know who you are. I met Tom Cruise at this party. Yeah. Um. And I was chilling with Brad Pitt at this party. And literally, this is when Brad Pitt was single. And Brad Pitt, people say, is Brad Pitt a great stick man? Like I've said once, on. i said before, he could be, if he went out of his way,
4: he's private though. Like you don't fuck, you but know what I mean? He's just like,
0: not down with that. He's a lover. He's been in relationship. He was married to Jennifer Aniston. He, like he wants, you know, he married to Angelina Joel. That's never been his thing. He's a kid from Missouri. He's a family guy. And but he says I, that too. I mean, he, that's who he is. That's who yeah, he is. He, he's not out in the streets and that's fine. Not everybody is doing that. And, that's no disrespect to some of the great coxmen who we've went over right. numerous times. But I saw Brad Pitt. We were at the bar. And we went from one side of the room to the other side of the room. And I've never seen anyone else do this. The entire crowd followed him. I was walking behind him. And I literally saw, like, let's say there's 300 people in this exclusive party. And there's girls everywhere. Yeah. The entire crowd, like when he went from left to right side of the room, yeah. the whole place followed him. Like it was, it was the only, matter of fact, the only other time I saw that happen was when I was at the NBA all-star game with Justin Bieber oh, and okay. when Justin Bieber left. It seemed like when he left the basketball court, the whole building went from having 10,000 people to being empty. But when I saw that with Brad Pitt, I was like, yo, this motherfucker moves. Like like Rock Kim says, moves the crowd. Cause I like to move the, move the crowd. Move the crowd.
6: Move the crowd. Move the crowd.
0: Brad Pitt literally moved the entire fucking radius, the whole the, the entire axle of the room because everybody was just eyes on him. And he's just I fuck with Brad Pitt, and we did only one film that was the same, being Fight Club. And there's, like I said, there's five, six, seven, eight, nine more films. Killing Me Softly is another great great performance of Brad Pitt. We oh, didn't but that's supposed to be a
4: fucking shit movie.
0: It's not necessarily a shit movie, but he, he's great in it.
4: Yeah. Anyway. I didn't see it, but but... Well, that's cool. When I, went, when I went with Logan, just a humble brag, I went with Logan on the Fury press right. tour in, in Tokyo and in Korea. And it was literally me, Logan, and Brad Pitt, and Brad Pitt's makeup artist for a few weeks. And I went on his private plane, and just the four of us, and I threw up on that private plane. Me and Logan were so hungover from partying the night before, and I was so fucking embarrassed. They couldn't fly the plane and take off until I got out of the bathroom. What a piece of shit! I left my fucking watch in there, and he said, "Hey, <laughs> Dean, is this is this your watch? I think you left it in there. Are you good?" I was sweating. I was, I was like, "I'm good. I'm good." It was so embarrassing, but he is such a nice, personable guy. And he says, "I'm a country boy. Like I don't fucking know L.A. That well, you know." But he was one of the nicest celebrities I've ever met. Period. Anyway, I don't know what more we could do with this podcast. This is shit do we got to end it now bro because i i mean i feel like there's more to, I, I didn't even tell you about i have a stalker yeah you could say that when you're when you're hemmed up all right we'll do that because i got a stalker story for I you. i'm trying someone. to hear that right now all right <laughs> but can i recommend a documentary that just came out of netflix
0: Oh, and we didn't even talk about the Most Hated Man on the Internet documentary. We did talk about him on the last nah, podcast, No, but I though. hadn't seen it. I saw it. What a piece of shit. We'll talk right. about him next time. Because okay, we're okay. hitting the 50-minute mark. Okay. I want to hear about your Stalker, the other documentary. What's the documentary? Because he didn't even I tell me. I would just recommend,
4: recommend this documentary on Netflix called I Just Killed My Dad. It's that called sounds I like just... a
0: lighthearted, fun film.
4: Oh, it was super lighthearted viewing right before bed. I watched it last night. Three episodes on Netflix. I Just Killed My Dad. Sick fuck. Watch wow. it. It's fucking crazy.
0: All right, I'm gonna watch that. Um, we'll talk about your stalker. We'll talk about most hated person on the internet. Internet, mm-hmm. and um, you know this was a great uh, out of nowhere top five Brad Pitt yep. celebration podcast. Um, came saw conquered. Came saw disrupted. Tell a friend to tell. I know you guys are like that was a good podcast. Then tell a fucking friend. Damn it. <laughs> tell a friend. Right. Fuck. Copy and paste the link and be like, yo, Rappaport and the Shooter are killing this podcast. Have you ever listened? Shit. Do I got to rant on my own audience that I love?
4: No, we're just, we're going to get the videos out. I think people want to see us on video. Everyone talks about the video. Like, we got to stop getting on this Zoom shit. If, you know, we, we got to just, we're trying over here, but. Okay. so disrupted. Miles Jordan, A.K. The Bleach Brothers, A.K. The
0: Dust Brothers. Take me out of here with something real nice. Take us out of here with something real loud, but most importantly, end this banging I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast with something real funky. Real funky. The I Am report Stereo Podcast is out. Stay safe. Stay sane. Keep your head on the swivel.